Hey guys, what's going on? It's Tuesday, August 28th. It is National Grandparents Day in Mexico, and we got a whole bunch of mediocre crap coming your way. So stay tuned here. We got some birthdays coming up first. Uh, today, Roxy Rooker. It, what would have been her birthday, but she passed away in 1995. She guest starred in some of the best 80s shows like Punky Brewster. Punky Brewster? And Hanging with Mr. Cooper, and then she was in Murder, She Wrote. I hated that show, but... uh... Next up, we've got Daniel Stern. He turned 61 today. He's the tall dude from City Slickers. He's one of the Sticky Bandits in Home Alone 1 and 2. And uh, I never put this together, but he was actually the narrator for The Wonder Years. So um, he actually directed some of the episodes. Pretty cool. I never never knew that, but... uh... He also was the original person cast for Dale Dribble at King of the Hill, so. Yeah, there you go. Happy birthday, Mr. Sticky Bandit. Next up, we've got Army Hammer. That is a badass name, huh? Army Hammer. <laughs> I guess the dude's like, uh, what did it say? I think it was German and Jewish? No, that's not right. Maybe Scandinavian and Jewish. <coughs> I don't know. That's a badass name. This dude turns 32 today. He was born the same year as me. And uh, he played the Lone Ranger in that Johnny Depp movie. So it's always good to see people your age that are doing way better in life than you. There we go. Give a shout out to Army Hammer. Let's uh, let's get into some history of today. We got uh, 1937. Toyota becomes its own company. In 1964, the Philadelphian race riots begin, and then in 1990, an F5 tornado strikes Plainfield, Illinois, and kills 29 people. So, take a minute and remember them. That was an accidental noise. Okay, let's get to some some news of today here. What do we got first up? Uh, Government caught lying about statistics. So, uh, this spring, our U.S. Education Department reported that 240 schools have been victim to at least one school-related shooting, and their criteria for this was that a firearm went off uh, at a school or a school function. But uh, NPR and a nonprofit called Child Trends investigated and found that only 11 of these reports were true. So they got 11 out of 240 reports. So, what do the 240 reports mean to me and you? Well, it means that in 2018 they passed at least 53 new school safety laws. So, you know, just more of this... uh, what do they call that crap? The uh, zero tolerance bullshit. So we can pay more money to the court systems when our kids are in school. I know when I was in school, man, I I got uh, caught with uh, marijuana and paraphernalia in freshman year. And I got expelled for that. And I had to pay a ticket. And then in my 10th grade year, I broke a tree. And I got paid van, I got charged for vandalism, 
and I had to pay a ticket. And then my 11th grade year, I got caught with cigarettes, and I had to pay a ticket, too. So, yeah, that tree was some bullshit, too, because that uh, assistant assistant principal, man, he brought me into the office, and he was like, you know, we're going to... We're going to find out how much that tree's worth, and if it was over $500, we're sending you to camp, and you're going away, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, it was only worth 300 bucks, but... No, I wasn't the only one breaking the tree, man. There was like 10 of us shaking it, so I don't think I was going to school just snapping trees over. Um, <clears throat> yeah, some bullshit. They used to have the... Uh, they used to have a motorcycle cop sit right in the traffic. It was like, you know, back car to car packed traffic. No cars were moving. And he used to wait there and see the parents who would drop their kids off that were going the direction leaving the school and their kids would cross the street. Like I said, bumper to bumper traffic. Nobody's moving. And he would give them the uh, truancy tickets. So these laws, they're just more bullshit so they can, you know, get some funding in their court systems. And, uh, yeah, it's bullshit. I mean, that was 2018. We had 53 new school safety safety laws passed, and it's just not going to stop, man. I remember, you know, when, when I was in school, I was in northern L.A. County. It was a hell of a lot different than the schools out here in Utah. I mean, our schools were, like, locked up tight. They were, like, pretty much compounds built, you know, and then we would go to school in the middle of the compound, and you couldn't leave without, like, uh, going through the office and telling someone, or they had a security guard at the back entrance. I mean, we had security guards everywhere, and uh, here, man, all the schools are open. You see kids walking around all the time. It's crazy. That and the bike locks. Drop my kids off at school, and uh, they they don't even lock their bikes in these bike bike racks, and the bike rack doesn't even have a, a fucking door. It's crazy. Back when I was going to school, you know, if you were riding your bike to school, they would lock the bike rack, and if you didn't have a good enough lock on your bike, that shit was gone. Like just it gone. I mean, if you didn't lock it down back home. Uh, your shit was gone, dude, and that's not an over-exaggeration, you bought one of those cheap little Walmart combination locks, you know, they would just sit there and ting it until they could feel it pull, pull that lock off, your bike was gone, so, crazy, you got kids leaving the shit out all over the place here, it's like a tweaker's dream, for real, me and my buddy and my, two of my kids, Went out, we were like a mile in the desert, and I was taking my kids fishing out in this water retention basin back in northern L.A. County. And we were like a mile in the desert, right? And we locked all of our bikes together. When we came back, like 30 minutes later, our bikes were gone. I shit you not. They stole all four of our bikes locked together. That was just scrap metal or, you know? Uh, it's crazy. People used to go and rip the fences down for scrap. I mean, you'd get shit stolen. When I was a pipe layer, we had a sheep's foot stolen. It's a compacting wheel for an excavator. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they would scrap this shit for like 50 bucks, you know, and how much that fucking sheep's foot weighs. 
we had a uh, Victolic coupling stolen. And this is like a $10,000 coupling for like, I think it was like a 46 inch piece of pipe. And uh, they got like $20 scrap when my boss found it. Fucking, fucking crazy. But uh, here, yeah, they don't, they don't steal anything here in Utah. All the stores leave their shit out. It's crazy. Very trusting. Let's get back into it here. Okay, we got some more uh, government lies and betrayal here. We got the Ag Department paying farmers $4.7 billion for Trump's trade war. So uh, Trump started that trade war with China. And apparently it hit the Agriculture Department hard. Uh, China is one of the biggest places we export soybeans to. And that's a third of all of the soybeans we grow we export to him. And I guess that... That's one of the biggest ones. I know ginseng is one of our biggest uh, biggest exports to China. We grow more ginseng than anyone else in the world. And that shit all goes to China, even with all our energy drinks and shit. I guess they make it and send it back to us. But yeah, Trump's imposed uh, 25% tariffs on the Chinese So now we're going to pay that $4.7 billion to the farmers, a.k.a. Monsanto, and their pockets are going to get a little fatter. You know, this is just the same bullshit like when when they bailed out those banks. You guys remember that shit? Yeah, that was... Man, that that shit pisses me off. They could have given every tax-paying American $300,000 with the amount of money they bailed those banks out for. And then if you uh, if you were behind on your, your credit card payments or your house payment, I'm pretty damn sure that those banks were calling you. And, you know, every time I lost my house and every time they would call me, you know, I would say, well, U.S. Bank, you, you, were, uh, you were given $4.7 billion. $4.7 billion. You were just given that money. How about you lend me $4.7 billion for one month, I collect the interest off of that, I'll give you the money back, and I will pay my bill, and I'll even throw an extra 10% on there, and then I get to keep the rest of the money. Go fuck yourself. I still have people calling me from fucking 2008 over some credit card bullshit. Crazy. But, uh... Yeah, that was the last time, you know, it's been 10 years already since then, and uh, I think we're getting pretty close to another recession, except this time I think it's going to be even worse, because the governments, I mean, the governments all around the world are, you know, they're going bankrupt, dude, we're all fucking owing money and printing shit we don't have, and like, what happens, who's going to bail out the governments? I don't know, I'm working, you know, right now I uh, manage an apartment that's all government funded for senior citizens, and uh, yeah, I mean, if they go bankrupt, what, what do you think the first shit they're gonna, they're going to uh, cut is gonna be, it's probably all these government funded, funded agencies, they're at least gonna go on hold, and that's gonna be a huge ripple, I think my boss would end up... Uh, selling this property, trying to get out of there before he went too, too far in debt, but, yeah, I keep watching, man, 
I think it's uh, I think it's coming here pretty close. I think they're trying to hold it off as long as they can, but we will see. You can only hold that shit off for for so long. But uh, let's get to our third uh, third piece of news here. Speaking about unemployment, if you need employment. Asia's Boeing division is going to need at least 240,000 pilots in the next couple of decades. So, uh, I guess all our pilots are getting older, ready for retirement, you know, they'll get their pensions, and, uh, we've also got a increase in luxury pilots, so, you know, private pilot jobs, tourist pilot jobs, you need, you know, tourist helicopter pilots, all sorts of shit. Even drone pilots, so you guys better get on that shit quick before it all becomes autonomous. Um, yeah, and you got to be like 31. If you're, if you're older than 31, you are not getting a job from the FAA. They, uh, I actually had the chance to be an air traffic controller back in the day, but, uh, you know, being a dumbass, I thought, construction was more manly of a job, so I stuck with that, but my buddy was going to get me into an air traffic control flight simulator job that paid 18 bucks an hour, is the same as I was making, minus the overtime, but then uh, six months after that, he went in through the program, and uh, I think that was like six or eight months, and they paid a minimum wage to learn how to become a pilot, He he had to fly out to Oklahoma, or live out in Oklahoma, Um, but now he's making over a hundred thousand dollars a year and he can, you know, he could transfer anywhere in the fucking country. So yeah, if you're under 31, man, uh, find that, I think it's for the FAA website, but just apply every, you know, go on there every month and see what jobs there are. You'll be set up pensions and you know, you'll have your 401ks or whatever the hell they pay off, but you're going to have health insurance and I mean, it, you're going to have a damn good life, so that's a uh, regret I have. I'm past past the age where I can get employed by them now, but yeah, and right after, you know, right when the depression hit, or recession, whatever you want to call it, um, I had went to four different construction companies, they all went out of business. And my buddy was already in the program to become an air traffic controller. And I tried to see if I could get in to be the uh, air traffic control flight simulator. But uh, right when I tried to switch, all of a sudden they were demanding college experience. You had to have so many college credits or an associate's degree to get into the job. But before that, it was just right off the street. So those jobs are getting harder and harder to come by. One thing I want to tell tell you guys that I think would be a lucrative market right now. It's kind of iffy, but it's something I'm actually studying to get in right now is a drone pilot. So right now you don't need any schooling. You just have to pass your part 107. And uh, once you pass that part 107, you become a licensed drone pilot. But it is only a matter of time before you're going to have to have a at least an associate's degree to become, or or take some sort of schooling, you know, where you got to pay an ass ton of money to become a drone pilot. So right now, drone pilots are like the computers were in the 90s. You know, you had a lot of 
people who just graduated high school or even high school dropouts in the 90s that uh, got into computers back then and then they had a pretty promising promising future you know they got into it before it needed the schooling and they're making 100 plus thousand a year so yeah I mean you gotta look for that shit now cause uh once you need the schooling and all that other shit there's it's gonna be so uh so many people going for that shit because they go to those colleges for the money, so they need to need to do something. But uh, gotta look for that shit. Uh, I actually had to pay a hundred and fifty dollars for a course for my part one hundred and seven. But uh, there's there's quite quite a bit of stuff on YouTube and Google. But if you take their practice tests, you will see that. Uh, it's, it's going to be pretty damn hard to pass it without buying one of these courses. So, um, yeah, look into that. Look into that. But that's only a matter of time, too, before the before that shit all goes autonomous. I know Amazon right now is fucking, you know, trying to make that shit autonomous. But uh, Right now we got some FAA regulations that are keeping it down, but it's only a matter of time before, you know, they're making so much money off of the autonomous drones and even planes for that matter, where uh, those jobs are going to be gone too. Man, this AI, that shit's going to, it's going to evaporate all of our jobs. It, uh, it's pretty scary, you know, pretty scary. We'll talk, get into the AI another day, but. You just got to remember that when the forklift was invented, it uh, it got rid of 90% of all longshoremen jobs, and that's just a dumb piece of machinery, you know? I mean, that could just lift more than what, uh, what humans could, move it a little faster. This AI, it's going to affect everybody's job. Right now, Google has a has a program where it can be your secretary, your online secretary, and the shit sounds like a real person, man. It's, you know, it's even saying ums and uh, let me see, and like it shit sounds real. I mean, we, you know, another 10 years, this AI is going to be better than us. So you, uh, you got to think about what, uh, what's you're still going to be able to do when drones are doing everything think about it now, try to get into it, but, uh, yeah, if your, if your job can be affected by AI, just really think of that, you know, you got to protect yourself, and, uh, yeah, if you got any good ideas for, uh, jobs that won't be affected by AI, you can follow me on Twitter and shout me a message or tweet at me or however the hell that works, my, uh, Twitter is Scott80, Scott Hay, H-A-Y, 86, and, um, then I do Instagram, but that's not a big, uh, um, I don't think you're writing me messages on that, so, uh, yeah, that'll, that'll do it for today, we got back up to 20 minutes, I stretched enough bullshit to talk to you guys for 20 minutes, I'm gonna leave a link to my Twitter account in the, uh, shit below, and follow me if you wanna hear more random miscellaneous bullshit that you can live without and uh i'll be back to you tomorrow so hopefully uh hopefully i'm trying to get some interviews going here written to a couple people but uh i'd like to do an interview at least once a week you know 
I think that would spice things up. So, um, yeah, there again, if you're if you're an Uber driver, you've driven for Lyft or any of those ride sharing companies, I would like to interview you on the show. So, uh, please like and subscribe, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Have a good day. What'd you guys think of the episode today? Ah, oh, thank you. <laughs>